Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 292, for Friday, October 15th, 2021. I'm your host, Derek Thompson, and with me as always, we have Jesse Brown. That's a big number. And Bradley Bichino. For a second, I thought you were saying 290, and then when you said two, I said, wow. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. If you thought it, you, you thought 290 was, was high, oh, you're gonna be blown away at this performance of a lifetime <laughs> tonight on Games on Earth, a podcast about going hard, baby. In tonight's corner, I mean, in the red corner, in one, we got um, Jesse Brown, <laughs> and in tomorrow's corner, Bradley Bichino, <laughs> in the tonight corner. <laughs> In the LB. What's your, what's your entrance like in a wrestling event situation? Like, what is your characterization? Uh, straight up, Wayne Coyne from Flaming Lips oh. come out in a big inflatable ball, man. Will there already be an audience there to, like, hold you up? Like, so they're just, like, part of your showmanship is oh, that yeah. there is a, a rock concert audience to kind of brig- bridge oh, yeah. you across. Everybody loves Brad the Wiz. That's my, that's my fucking <laughs> ring name. And he's the never Wiz. been fucking knocked out. This guy always wins. He just he can't his, get the, through my fucking can't get through. barrier of a bubble. They try with he's chairs. The, he's the Goldberg of, uh, <laughs> of this wrestling they federation. They tried punching real hard. What's your special? What's your special move, Brad? Everybody's got a special move. Like Goldberg My had special? the big Goldberg spear, and like Diamond Dallas Page had the don't they have like the DD? I don't know that it was probably DDT. like the Wrecking Ball, right? Yeah, t- totally the Wrecking Ball. Totally. I, mean, I was waiting for you, somebody you do to use say that. One hundred percent of the fights you do go in. <laughs> or you? That's the thing. Like I'm in the ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the ball, but I'm tied to like the center of the ring, so I can't go too far. <laughs> but I just run in a circle really, really fast. Get that momentum. Till I get enough momentum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're gonna have a problem with Edward, though. He's in the semifinals. Edward. Oh, Scissor Boy. Yeah. 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 That, that little creep. <laughs> He's in the final. He'll, he'll be in the finals this year. So you might want to fucking scuzz. <laughs> oh fuck. All right. This is a podcast about. Uh, we already said that. I've been oh, playing so much Edward. fucking New World. Bing bong, bow. New World. Uh, that, that was supposed to be a bunch of. A bunch of nonsense. Onomatopoeia. That's what that sounds like <laughs> to me. That's what I'm fucking hearing. No, I'm just kidding. I've been playing a shit ton of New World. Like, wow, a lot. Holy moly. Um, I don't know what exactly about it has gotten me so hooked. Um, I think I mentioned this last week, but some somehow it, it, it's it, it's it all hits, new to me. I haven't I haven't heard a thing about this it, game. It, I know nothing. It hits the lines right between like a more hardcore MMO like Final Fantasy and something more like a sandbox, uh, uh, player fueled adventure like Valheim, which are like the two games I played most this year. So to have this game that kind of fits right between them is uh, it's really nice and. When you say so, fits between them, you mean it like uh, stylistically just in the, the men- and oh, okay. gameplay wise. Like mentally, like you're chopping the trees. You're mining rocks. You're 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 decorating a home. Um, you're fishing. I'm doing you know? literally none of you're those fighting, things. You're fighting. You're fighting. Uh, you're fighting. Uh, freaking, I don't know, bears and wolves out in the wild, kind of shit. I do do that. Yeah. Um, and 
It's actually, lot, don't you do no, all these are the those... things that are like Valheim. These are the things you literally on the I was Final say, Fantasy you do, side. Can't you do all of those things in all three games? Yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can I cut so. down trees and mine rocks and and fish. Like I, I thought you were talking about the things I've been doing in Final Fantasy. I didn't think you were talking about the things that you were doing in Valheim. See, it, I was actually talking about the things I've been doing in New World because it's right oh, between. Oh wow! Yeah, gotcha. Damn. Boom! That was that's yeah, wow. the the prestige. Gotcha. So that's that's when you say so that's the gotcha of this situation is the fact that. You're just addicted to those things. You can't. I really help like but those kind of things. Bears and, and hunt New World and does, mine. It, does it in a novel way, I'd say, yeah. because it leans harder in the direction of something like Rust or or Daisy or something, where it's like a lot more personally driven uh, and PvP oriented in some aspects. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess not entirely, but the PvP at least feels like that has that Daisy feel when you're out in the wild. It, why am I saying Daisy? It has the WoW feel from Vanilla WoW when you couldn't flag or unflag. If you were on PvP server, you were out there in the wild and there could be an enemy stalking you at any moment. And in PvP in New World feels just like that. Or you can flag that off. And Flag that off? You just have a flag that you activate or deactivate in, in uh, towns. And then it's more of a PvE experience where you're... you're gathering and crafting and unlike final fantasy uh where Wait, is it is it like 24 like if you turn that flag on is it just like um I, and i don't have the experience because i didn't play a lot of wow but i do remember it happening to me it, what was that other game it was i i feel like it wasn't free to play when it came out but it went free to play very early it was an rift? mmo no yeah, no no it was after rift yeah Terra. when Terra came out i remember like I'd given it up, played it for a little bit, gave it a break and came back and like exiting a town, I just got killed by a stranger. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like it was just like always on PVP. Now, there yeah. may have been a setting to disable it, but is that what this is like? Like if you have PVP enabled, like with a, a stranger just kill you on a whim, can well, they? No, I mean, yes, but like, yes, they can. You need to be careful when you have PVP enabled, you'll know that you need, you, like you need to be careful. It's, it is scary out there when PvP is on because of that reason. Because there could be a stranger out there. But if you have PvP turned on, you're asking for that experience in some mm-hmm. ways. Like you're you're opting in. Yeah. Um, you and sound if you like a PvP lunatic off, when you then... say that. <laughs> they were asking for it. Well, you get a 10% uh, XP bonus for everything um, when you have it flagged on. So there is mm-hmm. some incentive as well as the whole metagame of controlling territories uh, and faction control. Um, and there's a lot. There's a lot of systems stacked on top of each other, and I think that's where it's get really getting me hook me hooked. Because, mm-hmm. and this is something I was going to mention before, but unlike Final Fantasy, there is, and in more of the direction of Valheim, uh, there is kind of in New World this uh, real economy, economy of of uh, more, slightly more tangible, I guess I should say, like because everything is gathered and created by other players or found by other players there are no Mm -hmm. vendors to sell things to like you can't sell to a vendor you can never do that because there's no Mm -hmm. no one's buying your shit because there's only like 20 people here what the hell are you talking about man the people who are buying your shit are actually other players at specific places in the world uh every Mm -hmm. auction house and in every town is self-contained so 
Like, the economy of a space is dependent on real humans taking part in it. Uh, so it's not some universal market board that stretches, like, globally? <laughs> or beyond oh, really? in some cases. Dude, that's interdimensionally. Actually... Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> in yeah, some yeah. Cases. You get what I you, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, what yeah, I, I know, mean. I know. I'm just thinking <laughs> well, that. When I when I when I say glo- yeah, you're right. When I say globally, I meant like global to the game. Right. Um, but that's that's fucking insane because it I'm is. picturing is there is there fast travel? Uh there there is. You can teleport to any I mean, town or landmark that uh or specific uh sorry, teleportation points. There's usually one in every territory as well as mm-hmm. a town. Uh, so you can teleport to either of those, but it costs uh, a pretty valuable uh, reagent to uh, to do. And then you, on top of that, you have your your Hearthstone basically. Like you can recall to an inn every hour or mm-hmm. so that you set. But yeah. that I don't want to use my Azoth doing that when roaming around. Yeah. Uh, and like roaming through the world is the game. Like getting mm. distracted. It's that uh, very Skyrim like. Meat and it's, potatoes style, where you can head in a direction to. I want to go do this quest in this cave. The quest isn't very mm-hmm. important. It's like kill twenty zombies. But on the way yeah. to that cave, you end up harvesting a bunch of new shit or just a bunch of stuff. You get in other hijinks. Maybe there's like a rift that opens nearby. Mm-hmm. I'll just always call them rifts. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's and and just things will happen to you in that space. And then you can layer yeah. on top of that PVP. You can throw on that PVP uh, level, but. What it really does is make equipment load actually the value of the things in your backpack are all fully is determined it, by by other players. There's no normalized markets, and that's just it's insane. It's 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 that's weird. I I mean I feel like it tracks in the sense where it's like okay, well I could see how like early beginner towns are going to get flooded with items and have a lower cost, which are. I know items always scale based on usually oh, the town you're in typically too. This shit's going well, so hot though. That, well, yeah. Like, oh, a that, lot of it would depend on the how hard it is to gather versus how much you need to use. Like, okay, that's a so huge keep this whole factor. system in mind. Keep this whole system uh-huh. in mind. Now, yeah, there are three separate factions: the Marauders, the the Syndicate, and the uh, Covenant. And they're mm. all three of them are vying over real over real towns and territory in the game space. I should say. But like okay. they're vying for control of it, and if you're, uh, we're all syndicate. So if the syndicate owns a town, we get reduced prices for everything, reduced taxes for the most part, uh, reduced property taxes, reduced. Uh, every time you craft at a craft bench, you pay a small tiny tax, like point zero one gold. And but, they call it tiny tax. <clears throat> and that goes into upgrading the town, and like the syn- the the guild that controls the town is the one that's getting those taxes. And then okay. they're, but they're also the ones managing the town. Enemy guilds can bat, do PvP missions in that territory to increase a score. Uh-huh. And what I noticed this, uh, I can I can make the percent gauge change. Like when I, because the scale of this game is at a really good spot where it's never, it's not a whole lot of players, but it's it's hundreds, yeah. not thousands. Um, mm-hmm. So like I can I feel like I can make a, a difference. Like I held off the fort yesterday, yeah. Uh, for our main territory from uh, the fucking marauders, uh, and they were pouring in, and I was with some other guys, and we were holding the fort, and there was a few clutch pulls. Like one time, uh, my allies had taken the enemy and like kind of uh, kited them away, like just pulled them off mm-hmm. the point, and then I yeah. I grabbed the point and like took their influence out of it, like de de greened it, 
Uh, yeah. Which they had spent like the past 20 minutes getting like just to that Damn, point. 20 so, minutes. Okay. Yeah. That's an yeah. Investment. So these are just constant battles. And I, and then I held the point and because of that, it, it bought us time to get reinforcements from uh, the nearest settlement just by chatting in faction chat being like, we need help at, at Windsward uh, Fort. And then like two more guys come up and they're like level fifties and they're, they're kicking ass. And then green just leaves us the fuck alone. So it's like, I feel like I played my part in that and I helped hold you this did little your piece. duty for your overall, for your clan, your faction. Yes. And on top yeah. of that, I own some property in Windsward. So it's in my best interest to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a plan, had a plan to uh, take over an enemy settlement. And basically each of the three factions has a capital, like whatever their town that they first got kind of became the Your de facto capitals in the game world and I'm, can it's those different. be taken what can those be taken oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's nothing actually special really about them. there's the nothing capital? actually oh, oh they're not i figured actually... there would be like a safe space i figured there had i mean clearly there's got to be like well, there would never be a time town. where you cannot like... pvp in towns so there is yeah but can't can't you take over the town can't you yeah when you when you control if you take over the town it doesn't mean the town's hostile to you it just means that you don't so, like, when you have control over the town, you choose what upgrades are going into mm-hmm. the city. Yeah. So, how, I'm on like, like, for crafting. I'm on the Discord for my faction uh, guild, like, mm-hmm. consortium, where they're making all these big decisions, and there's, like, suggestions. and How like, many people are a part of this guild? A uh, hundred per this, guild. This, this Discord. This Discord. Oh. oh. Uh, well, the Discord is, like... Four or five guilds combined on the syndicate faction on my server. So okay, that that's where my uh, brain which is Brazier, like, the server I'm playing on. You're on um, you're on br- the Brazers server? Brazier server. Brazers. Yeah, I want to call it something other than Brazier. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, Brazers isn't any better. Well, I don't know. There's got to be some other inflection you could. Put. I'm more on the Pornhub server. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in that Discord, it's it's great because they they're like having this out of game chat about how we should play things. And right now, uh, actually, as we record this, there will be in about an hour. There's going to be a war in uh, Brightwood, which is two territories north of of Windsward, which is where I was talking about before. And we had taken that from Green uh, in the first week of play after they had taken it, and then we we. Uh, we took it from them, like another guild on our faction. Uh, and we had come to an agreement now where we're going to let them take that as if they pay for more upgrades in Windsward and maintenance. Because Windsward at this point has gotten so much influence and so many people using it because it was one of the first higher tier. It was one of the first towns with higher tier uh, crafting tables because of mm-hmm. our faction holding it and like doing a good job of managing uh and just all the players are kind of centered there so it's become the de facto capital of the whole server so we're giving green brightwood so that they'll kind of pay us a tax now i disagree with this i don't think green can be trusted and i think they're a bunch of fucking assholes uh who need to just leave the island please Um, you're gonna kick them off yeah i'm cool with yellow i think covenant are fine they can go do their own thing they're never usually a bother it's green Green has been up our asses since day one. The Marauders are just warlike, evil bastards who Hooters. only want to just kill, and I hate them all. 
Um, we call them green beans in chat. Um, <laughs> so just because they they just don't you, fucking stop attacking, no matter how much they lose, they just keep fighting. And yeah. they've declared war on us like four times now and have lost every single time. And and you can declare war if you do enough PvP uh, quests within a certain territory, like I said. And one, one faction will try and get that percentage up. And me doing quests there to defend defensive PvP quests brings that percentage down. And when I turn in my quests, I can see the percentage move. That's neat. Mm. Um, like, that's what I mean. Like, I can hold off... Because once that percentage gets to 100, they can then, it goes into a war declaration phase, which is wild. It's like a half hour period where the guilds can decide, the guilds of that faction decide who is going to be the guild that fights the war. Uh, who's going to like lead it. And then when they win, who's gonna they'll, lead the charge? they'll gain control of that territory. And that guild will manage that territory. So... This is on top of everything else I mentioned about resources and stuff and like town influence and all these systems that I'm sure in every server are completely different or at least relatively. I'm sure it's a, it's a similar mold, but in different uh, configurations. But still, yeah. uh, that lends itself to the experience feeling very novel. Uh, and on top of that, I have kind of pushed as hard as I could to get into the housing market um yeah and i wanted i wanted i, I mean i i love decorating places i love decorating houses the neat thing about this game is it has a fable style uh town structure where just about every building can be purchased uh if you mm -hmm. decide to you can only really buy i think three maximum houses and there'd be no reason to buy multiple in one town really but um yeah. i just unlocked the ability to down to download to buy a download second a one town. But I've, it's so expensive. I'm not going to be able to afford that. On top of the taxes every week, it's well. But I did buy a tier three house as quickly as I could, mm -hmm. and uh, started decorating it. And because everyone can own property, uh, you can have people that own the same house essentially. Like mm -hmm. they'll just have different instances of that same house. But there is a point system based on your character's territory standing. So you're standing with that town. Combined with the way you've decorated the house, the, the house, and like, I don't know how the algorithm works, but it works pretty well because uh, it works good I, my neighbor uh, just shoved a bunch of bookcases one on top of the other and blocked their whole door out and made just like a tower of bookcases that makes it inaccessible. <laughs> they have negative mm. one point, <laughs> which I've never seen before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> as if you have the highest number of points, uh, you will. Your house will be the one that is shown Your to the public. Your house will be featured in uh, Better Homes magazine. Basically, but like, so I, what I mean to say is like right now, my house is visible to the public in so what the you're most. That's a, a, a silly way of saying you're the best house on the block. No, no, it's not even that. You've got it's the just, most points. It's it's another novel thing of like, I feel like I live here and people walk by will see my home because of the work I put into it. Uh, and you that's, sound that like is my like fucking a... neighbor in real life. Where you're, <laughs> <laughs> it's, our listeners won't understand because oh. <laughs> our listeners won't understand, but you guys on a personal level do because you know my neighbor. <laughs> yes. But uh, she lives very strongly by the we're a community 
And if we make all these places look nice, this whole neighborhood will really shine. <laughs> and I go to work and I'm like, fuck this grass. Here. I want to go inside and cut virtual grass. <laughs> I don't want to cut real grass outdoors. Well, and, and how I had mentioned before, like Windsor, the de facto capital of the server, like that's where I have my house. So on the mm-hmm. most populous town, I have a little bit of visibility to strangers, and like that's kind of neat. Uh, I've never experienced something like that in an MMO, to be honest. Like, it, it, it it's really cool. It's a really cool little no, system. I do. That that is it is definitely unique. It's like no, uh, it, 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 it's very rewarding to come running back to town and from a distance mm-hmm. see the lamps I had set out on my house. Or uh the back of my house faces kind of the market square, so sometimes I can look up and see the lights shining on my deck and be like, "Wow, that's that's my house and everyone else can see those <laughs> lights. Those are the lights that I put there mm-hmm. and I'm I I made a little it gives you the idea again of that novel feeling that you're actually making a, a, a change in the world. You're actually uh, affecting other people's experiences in, in some way. And I feel like so many MMOs uh, at this scale are really afraid to do that for fear of people getting in each other's way and uh, or like upsetting other people. But this is a really interesting way to do it. And I feel like they've done it, 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 it because what it does is it forces the nice looking houses to the top too. Like people who actually care are going to be the ones whose houses are shown. You can check in most houses and you can tell when people don't care because you'll go in and it's just completely empty with like two chests. Mm. <laughs> and it's like the chests are just there to get that extra you inventory sound, space. Yeah, you sound yeah, they they're like me. I mean, no, uh, no, the, no. The... I'm I'm saying it's fine. That house is cool and it serves a great utility having chests and trophies. Trophies will mm. give you permanent buffs, chests will give you more inventory stuff. Um but I'm just glad that like there's a system built in for the people who Wait, care now, about are, it. Are we talking to be about shown. New World again, or are we are we talking about? Uh, uh, I'm talking about Valheim. New World. That's what I thought. Okay, but I don't. I didn't. I was like, you. So you were like, yeah, you get bonuses for hanging trophies in your house. And <laughs> then I was like, I'm like my brain. I'm like having flashbacks. I'm like, I remember hanging lots of trophies. Did you get bonuses for those? Yeah. What game are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> These are a little a little different. <laughs> Well, like, oh, no, yes. yes, but I'm just saying the crossover on it too is just—it's yeah. very funny to me. It's uh, just so funny that there's so many there's so many things that are shared between these three overall games. Yeah, that's the beauty. Of, that's that's what I'm I'm finding very interesting and just uh, all these systems just topping one on top of the other has just been the game for me. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's a story and I know there's quests and stuff. I've kind of hit a I hit a soft wall. I'm just kind of waiting uh, to do the first dungeon. Uh, just because I, I don't know, I, I don't want to do it alone. I just with a random group, uh, mm. and also it's like I'm doing other stuff in other territories that are far away, and I haven't even really thought about coming back to the main story much. Mm. But I've also been so distracted just collecting shit, and it's one of those games that sets you up like really, really quickly with just a plateau of content to do. But that mm. plateau is so vast. It's more like a, just a valley of, of just to explore. Um, yeah. Like what you do doesn't change dramatically, but really that's the same of any MMO. Like when you think of, wow, what you do at level 10 doesn't really change when you're level 80. You're still going around fighting mobs, doing quests. Um, yeah. 
there are some things like where I'm assuming it's probably the same with these that you just get uh, not even necessarily new content, but new systems. Because that's one of the big things I'm realizing with Final Fantasy is how many like the further you play, the further you go, they continually add systems to every expansion. So by the time you get to the like current end game content, it's like, holy shit, there's like. 150 things I could do at any Bosha, given moment. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, not even that, but I mean, even too, Dieta. like your Chloe, your journal Chloe turn-ins, oh, or yeah. your your Beastman tribes, or your yeah. uh, dailies, or your turn-ins for your... Your submersibles. Uh, yeah, your submersibles, <laughs> or your fishing trips, or your squadron runs. I'm just like, there are... That's what I love about Final Fantasy, and I think that's there's... why I love Final Fantasy so much, partly, is because they're willing to do that. Uh, the only mm-hmm. other game that I know that goes that far out of its way to implement new systems is mm-hmm. Warframe. And that's one of the reasons I love Warframes because like it has all these other things you can also do. And I'm mm-hmm. really, I think what they have with New World right now isn't perfect, mm-hmm. but it is a wonderful foundation to start building that kind of stuff into it, to start adding more spicy systems into this game soup. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think right now it's, I'm enjoying it a lot uh, because I'm engaged in the social aspect a little bit uh, mm-hmm. by by having, you know, not, I guess I'm not super engaged in that I'm like planning guild runs of anything, but I'm engaged in that I'm keeping up with what my guild is wor- talking through and mm-hmm. kind of being engaged in the defense of my own city kind of thing. Like, it, it's interesting how days can go by of playing this game and I've not like progressed much further, but I've had really wonderful experiences. Um, it's one of those kind of games. Uh, and that, that kind of leans more on the Valheim side, like where you can go on a long quest to go find some ore and have a big, long adventure. Uh, I, I got think- a window. When did you guys start that back up again? When did you guys get back restart uh, about a Valheim. month and a half ago month was it has it really been that uh, long already it has it not been a, that long it was uh it was september 16 oh damn was so it was when, a month was when the new patch came out oh, we started up right yeah, there yeah you guys yeah you guys came you guys got on i mean the server the never went down our, no. our valheim server never stopped but well yeah, you guys the you, you restarted again though didn't you yes I was going to say, yeah, but, but and I know you guys have already, uh, maybe not you two personally, but I know that the other uh, handful of guys that we play with have already completed all of the same exact content again now. Yeah. Um, they, they've already killed the the final boss of the game and all that. Oh, they did. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that happened a few days ago. I, I, I was with them when we took on Motor. Yeah, and then immediately <laughs> afterwards, one of them was like, hey, you guys want to go to Cragulax, uh, the yeah. skull boss or whatever? And uh, it sounded like everybody, <laughs> but maybe you guys went. Yeah, well, that's... Which is fine. No, 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 no. I, the, reason, the only reason I'm saying it is more of just like I was curious how much time it took... Uh, on a fresh start to go from beginning to end. Like, obviously, I, didn't, I, I guess I, I didn't play is, it like that. To Like, I just kind of, just kind of. I can't not. I mean, I, that's what I've done with Final I have turned Final Fantasy into a second job. I cannot believe the time I have put into this. And it's still <laughs> how far away. I, I just think back to like, um, I don't know. How long, how long is that? How long have I been playing this now? How long have I been back into Final Fantasy? I don't Fantasy? know. A month and a half? Forever? 
Yeah, like two long. months. It really has not two been months, that long. Maybe. Yeah, I, I remember like week, the first week that I had gotten back into it, I was still on Heaven's Word. Or not, yeah, not even Heaven's Word. I think I was, I don't even think I was done with uh You were not 2. done with RR. no. Yeah, I was not done with A Realm Reborn. Not done with that. And I remember talking with Chris and Alex and being like, hey, you think if I just bust out some of these MSQs, we could probably run those uh, wolf missions and get me that wolf mount? And the, and they laughed at me. And I was like, well, I can't be that far away. And now, I don't know, probably like a thousand hours later, realistically, uh, totally. I am like now at that content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not even done with the the MSQ for the act for every expansion. <laughs> You're uh, almost there though. You, oh, I oh, figure you'd be done by now. Oh hell no, dude! I play it religiously. I have a very he does schedule. he does his roulettes every day. I that's, do all of my. I, that's ridiculous. Not, yeah, I do now. I at, right now I am literally doing all of my roulettes every day. I'm doing. I'm even doing MSQ and Alliance roulettes because oh they God. just give. They give so much XP, and long term, my plan is to have everything at eighty. So, and it, that is hands down the most efficient way to gain XP. So, if I'm not taking advantage oh, sure. of that every yeah, day, yeah, yeah. And no, just no, like, it's fine. Oh, I'm yeah. just all I'm oh, yeah, criticizing, no, as far as not criticizing or goes. pointing out, is the time investment ver- of oh, yeah. MSQ versus the time investment of leveling stuff, like. If you cut out all of your time that you spent doing roulettes and just focus Mm -hmm. on MSQ, you'd definitely be done by now, right? Oh, oh, without a doubt. I've probably been done so so long ago. But like I said, I... You're not just like pushing the MSQ anyway. Mm. You're kind of had like a a system in place here. I have a very strict schedule. I mean, I get home. (laughs) I... When I log... When I log... When I log in, I I check. I literally control you pulls up all of your allowances for everything, and I look and see like what items I can turn in for my uh, squad. Yeah. And then I go to the market boards, and I, I literally I take a screenshot of it, throw it on another screen so I can see every item I need to collect. Oh, yes. And then I go to the market boards and open up another tab so I can check the item in game for every turn in and see oh my who sells God. it. How much do they sell it for? Then I check the market boards, see how much it's selling for for the regular or high quality and do the math. And it's like, okay, well, is it more cost efficient to do one or the other? And then I I do that. Now you're speaking Brad's language here. Exactly. Well, I'm like, if I I look at the market boards and somebody's selling this item for 10,000 gil and I can buy it from a vendor for 3,000 gil and I got to buy other shit anyways, I'm just going to buy it from the vendor. But if somebody's selling one for ten thousand, but it's high quality, you get twice the X or twice the turn in rewards for doing high quality. You get double the uh, tickets and double the XP and double everything. So, and then well, anyways, once I finish all of those, high quality is going away in Endwalker. I it's not going away for items. It's only going away for uh, resources used to craft. So or, like yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what so I meant. like the Sorry. base items, like you can still get, you'll still have high quality potions and high quality gear and high quality everything else, but you just won't be getting high quality base materials. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's uh, yeah, and then once I've done all my turn-ins, I've I, and those are all religious. They've got to be done at any point during the week. Those so are all like, religious. Two, well, two, <laughs> those 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 are daily. Tuesdays I have my Chloe journals. 
Uh, and Tuesdays is the big reset for a lot of things. So I do my Chloe journals and I do uh, any of my turn-ins for uh, your harvesting, like <laughs> whether it's uh, Tuesdays you know, with botany Chloe. or yeah, Tuesdays with Chloe and with botany and with mining. And then Fridays are your do, MGP you do all nine. For, uh, uh, I think there's Tuesday 12. night. Oh no, 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 no. Those I'll do throughout the week, but I'm oh, just okay, saying okay. they have, they have to be done within the week. Because I need to, I got them in max. I mean, if I'm not doing them, it's fucking oh, right, great right. XP course, and everything. Plus, you can get some very unique rewards, and that's the only way to get them. Um, but yeah, then uh, the, I, I got to do my weekly turn in for the fashion. You get sixty thousand MGP if you just like buy two items and equip them, and then go talk to somebody. And he's like, "Damn, I can't believe you're wearing a green beret and brown boots. Here's sixty thousand MGP." <laughs> uh, and then I do all of my duties every day and then once I've completed all of my chores like all my duties are done all once my I've turns are done all my uh, chores it's 11.30 time for yeah. sleep no, no 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 then it's 11.30 and then it's time to knock out a couple MSQ and then I'll <laughs> no, do but what, what, uh, time, what time do you typically finish the chores uh, I mean it depends on any given day because there's times where people will ask for help or there's times oh, like yeah. when you and Casey got on the other day uh, like did. that that changed Oh. We changed my protocol because I was like I was. Uh, we, we went fishing. I would not have gone fishing things. during the day. Oh, I know. And then you after, went fishing after, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, fishing. That I literally went, and that fish, fishing was level thirty-three before we had even gotten on the water. I hadn't even equipped a fishing rod, and I was level thirty-three. He was faking it up to level thirty-three. I would <laughs> have fake it with all of them, dude. I'm just need, like. I, well, oh, okay. Dude. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need 14 perfectly dude. grilled salmon for this Final amazing Fantasy's banquet. in the background right now. I just flipped over and looked. And then yeah, Jesse let's will see. walk my, over to the auction lowest, board and be like, "I need 14 grilled salmon." That's it, dude. I did the same. Yeah, with Casey, he was like, "Hey, to make sure you can actually even do this ocean fishing, you should probably do your like MSQ, uh, like four fishing." And I was like, "Oh, that's a really good idea." So <laughs> I pulled up all of the quest line for fishing and it had all of the turn-ins required to complete each quest and then i just went to the market board and bought every single turn-in for every single job quest up to like level 40 my god and then i just went there and i just clicked through all the dialogue i'm like okay 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 oh here's 10 uh, green bass oh okay 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 here's one brass loach okay 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 here's a here's a fantasy dark catfish okay okay you know? ouch ouch <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, i just got to get it up that's all that matters i, I know i, I know i got to got to get them up that you, you know my lowest class is uh, for for hand or land is level 30 goldsmith and the most thing i the only thing i possibly ever done was talk to them to get the first item i don't even know that i don't oh think I, I don't even have the goldsmith crafting item i could not craft anything even with a level one item because i do not own any goldsmithing of crafters apparel. is selling you into your stardom here <laughs> yeah well, exactly i'm buying my well no enemy yeah well yeah i mean because i do buy the items you're right yeah. You're, but I mean, the thing is, they when you're they that rich, give doesn't you matter. so. No, I I did dip down. I was down to down into the three million range, oh down from God. ten. I spent I spent like, could you imagine spending seven million gil? No. Yeah. Well. Well, Brad could. Brad Brad has been a big market man. Yeah, Brad that's is true. A, Brad's a money mover. I mean, I've I've spent like a one one and a half mil in like just like 
two minutes. I have definitely done that on several <laughs> occasions because every time I hit but level eighty, but then I 80, turned around and like made three mil off of what I bought. Yeah, mine was so. mine was like once you hit level eighty, then I buy like the full set of market board gear that you can. What get am I saying, Jesse? You're average, the engine like that's keeping the market million. flowing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, it's I'm the one who's buying beautiful. the items yeah. to keep people up and Liquidity, running. Liquidity, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing everybody a service you are yeah every time you purchase something from the auction house you're yeah yeah that's yeah. wonderful I, I i'm having fun though i mean that's that's the that's all that matters right no totally having fun <laughs> are we having fun yet yes, is it time for fun yet <laughs> yes it's I, time for fun i'm just kidding i'm just kidding uh i seriously I, can't stop having fun yeah i can't stop it's 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 it's, it's it's too much fun. Been playing it's too much Valheim like fun. crazy. Everything's so fun in that game. Been playing New World like there's too many fun things to do in that game. I have no idea what Derek's talking about. I, I, like that game is none of that to me yet. It's <laughs> it just I start playing and it literally just drops you off on a fucking island and it's like, all right, here's figure it out. There's literally like, uh. No rail like railroading at all. There's yeah. a main quest, but then there's also like four different other types of quests, and they're all just like constantly refreshing and everything in the game you can pick up. So I do it <laughs> and it's fun, but I haven't even gotten near where Derek's at. Um, but then we also played uh, Battlefield 2042 open beta this past weekend. Surprise oh, game. Shit. Battlefield 2042. What do you guys, do you play on PC, I'm assuming? Oh, uh, yeah. This thing is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm... Honestly, it feels so much like uh, Battlefield 4, mm -hmm. but with so much more action. It's really wild. It's 128 like, players. Yeah. Massive maps. And now. Uh, on top of like kind of the four archetypal classes that there always was, uh, nested those are now nested within uh, different like kind of character classes, uh, and you can pick any of the character classes, and then each of them, excuse me, is essentially a gadget. Uh, mm -hmm. Like each of these character classes kind of has a focus gadget that they work with. One of them's a grappling hook. One of them's a motion sensing robot uh, drone. Uh, one of them's like a, a long-range medic, um, and then you can choose those classes and then pick whatever loadout you want and edit your loadout in whatever way you want. There's no limitations on what you can equip. Uh, mm. As far as like like I'm a I'm a scout, so I can only use snipers, kind of thing. Like no, you can be a scout and use shotguns. That's fine. And beyond that, uh, all of the attachments you can switch on the fly in combat. Uh, like while you're fighting, you can change your you attachments. Like pull out a hologram out of your like pops up out of your wrist. Yeah, uh, it's nuts. Watch. It's like damn, so fucking cool. So it cool. Really reminds me of like how customizable four was. Like yeah. I remember playing. I like that you just said um, that. The fact that you even referenced yeah. four was. I like that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. like it's being able to play four. as like a scout with a sniper rifle or like. A sniper with like shotgun. It, it, it's really cool to just like pick up other people's weapons while you're playing yeah. too. Mm -hmm. 
Um, did you find that? Did it was it like one of those uh, where you, you get into the good spree and you're having to do one of those things where you're out of ammo for your primary? So you're starting. Yeah, to have to I pick ran up out other... of ammo a bunch. There was this awesome moment but... where Brad and I like zipped up to the tower and we were both ziplining like across the whole fucking level, just blasting dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, while we were ziplining, there was like three guys in next to some shipping containers, and we're just bl- and we started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> we just, I'm just picturing just that Danny DeVito. Just wiped them out mid-air. <laughs> so, anyways, I started and then blasting. We get down to the base of it, and it's we're at the base of a, a rocket that's about to take off, and <laughs> just it is some of the biggest yeah. evolution I've seen them do. Uh, and it was only one map. Yeah, it was just that that map that, but that rocket launch is just. Oh, that was that's incredible! Stunning. It's like Cape Canaveral, like NASA, like huge cloud. Is, I like I ran from it. I didn't get caught in it, but I definitely want to see what it's like. And I definitely did see videos of somebody jumping on the rocket. You know, actually fly you into space. <laughs> and then what? You like, just get into space and you die? Like, or you either die from out of bounds you, or you parachute oh, back sense. down. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because <laughs> parachutes, yeah, parachutes are a thing. And there's a I, figured they, the I figured you could parachute off, but I was curious what would happen if you stayed on, if you would, like, suffocate or out of bounds makes way more sense. We'll have to find I have out. no idea. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, and then the custom game modes, too, are going to be amazing. I'm just going to say that, too. Did you guys get to preview no. that? Because I remember watching no. the trailer for it, so... But I'm excited too because that seems like I want to ride a horse, most bonkers with like a sword, <laughs> and then charge at like a laser tank. <laughs> I want that. I want to ride a horse that's got a laser mounted on it. I want it to. I want them to to mix. I want mixed reality. Horses only. No, oh. Nothing. Oh. Nothing about horses. Horse. Nothing about horse. Two horses. Horse combat. Yeah. <laughs> Dual wielded horse horses. Horse of course combat. Uh, and then we zipline down. We're at the base of this rocket, and then across the way is like the assembly building, but it's like a mile away across a tarmac. And just there's so <sighs> many moments, so far uh, wistful moments yeah. of just looking out at the the sheer chaos 128 players brings. Because mm. where there's six, where there's like a whatever 64 players, there's usually mm. like one or two points of extreme combat where there's just people throwing each other at each other, everyone dying. When there's 128, there's like four at any given time. So it's just everywhere you look is just constant war. It, it, Chaos. It, it's another, I'd say it, it's one, the next notch, I guess, of uh, kind of creating a, simulating a space of just constant war and explosions and, and just nuts. Just that wide open combat is I've been craving that mm-hmm. I think from a battlefield game for a long time. And I think the past few have been very linear uh, mm-hmm. as far as like the map flow in most of them. They were like, Oh, people love operation locker, which I did. And they're like, Oh, people love uh, the fucking subway one. And I did, I but like, so. I think they took those to heart too hard and made a lot of the levels in the more recent ones way more linear. Um, which works for like that push pull game mode that they had, but yeah, I think I, mean, I just the big prefer thing is, I think when it's I, a big wide map that you can just kind of. It seemed it seemed like they kind of accidentally flip flopped where it was like, uh, especially with four, they originally had it where having those like out of all the maps, the grand majority of them are these huge, large, open square spaces. Yeah. 
But then they had one or two of those very small subway style maps. Yeah. And well, I then like it was those like maps. The, I love yeah, being it, part of the meat oh, grinder. For, and pushing, for sure. getting past the line I, on those single-handedly yeah. or with a small crew is one of the most yeah. fun things in that game. Very but, rewarding. But yeah. I think that was the thing is they saw that people enjoyed that and were like, wow, this is what they want. I yeah. enjoyed it all, and I thought that was the perfect balance. But, yeah, then they flip-flopped, and they were like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's, they do enjoy these. Let's just give them this. Yeah. This will be. This will make them like happy. The rush it, maps it, and then, like, the yep. campaign oh, yeah. maps. I like their DLC releases for 4. Like, they really push different different styles yeah. of maps with the uh pacific one that was amazing yeah. uh uh then the, what was the china, china rising i think was it yeah it was like something like that that was probably that was my favorite by far That's what I'm trying, I had, yeah. oh for sure i had the most fun because that was we do world tours yeah. we were like all right let's go around the world, around the world. And do, yeah, we could just is. select do china <laughs> rising uh content and then we just like do all all four or five maps or whatever uh mm-hmm. yeah silk road the big desert remember that oh shit <sighs> yeah. that was good i th- i felt like battlefield five and six they introduced those really long like super conquests where five. it was like you do the yeah <laughs> where it like you'd play instead of just the regular conquest you'd play like three rounds where you keep capturing the zones as you go yeah i remember that one and courtyard yeah like big building really well uh i don't remember those those were nice but i I, just being able to knock out like five different maps in like an hour or something Mm -hmm. was just like so great instead of playing like one game mode for like 40 minutes yeah oh my gosh uh I'm excited to play more of the characters. I'm gonna play this day one. I heard some people had issues with it or something, but when I don't was really the know. when's the release date? What what do you say? November? Oh, when's the release date? Sometime. Um, Let's find this out. We have the internet. I have it pre-ordered. Actually, I got a gift card for uh, my birthday. Nice. And I spent it on Battlefield Whoa. 2042. I figured that'd be perfect. November 19th? 1989. So about a month from now, Battlefield 2042 comes out. I think it's in great shape. Hell uh, yeah. I think it's going to be... It really captures that Battlefield 4 feeling. Um, it's going up against Halo Infinite, I guess. Yeah, it I have be. heard nothing but good things about Halo Infinite. And that's, I'm, yeah, that's sure to be I great. That was good. And Call of Duty Vanguard is probably going to... That's coming out I have, before, right before it, the week before. I have not heard anything special about Call of Duty Vanguard. But I think... Well, I've heard, I, I think Halo 3 is going to be pretty wacky too, right? Like they got yeah, the Halo the customization thing, yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh. Halo I, Infinite who wacky knows? races. I, but it's going to be free multiplayer. That's they got December wacky racer. Yeah. yeah. So that there's going to be a little window there for Battlefield time. Um but yeah, I'm I'm sold. Uh it was so good. All the guns felt really good to me. I found some great spots to like hang out in the levels that were fun using the grapple hook. I could get places other players couldn't. Uh my favorite thing to do in this entire beta was to uh, run. Uh, there's like an enemy up the hill from me. Uh, grapple onto a tree branch above their head, and then fly over them, land behind them, and shoot them. Uh, that was the coolest shit ever. Uh, I can see that. Apart from that, second coolest shit ever was when Brad 
was roaming forward and I was spotting with my drone spotter. That was just very fun in like yeah, a yeah, that was in like a ghost recon way. <laughs> um, and uh, having the defib back is really fucking yeah. cool. Oh, that's great. Fucking shock wars. Yeah. Did uh, I, was, I just like? Yeah. yeah go ahead. No, that's what I was gonna ask. Did you? Uh, did you kill anybody with the defibrillator? No. <laughs> no. But I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, looking the... forward to trying. Yeah. Looking forward to killing yeah. somebody with a knife <laughs> or a defibrillator. I did do the classic move where a helicopter is coming right at you and you shoot it down and you're like, yes. And oh, then yeah. it crashes into you and kills you. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? The thing is, if you landed the shot, that's all that matters. That's the primary. Yeah. Uh, I, I also uh, <laughs> I did a, a classic move of, of getting in a helicopter and then smashing it against a building accidentally because it's very difficult to drive. Hey. Yeah, we we've all been there. We've all done that. You know, there's no shame in what what happened. But jets actually, are back. Uh, Fast fucking jets are back, and I'm 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 here for it. So good. <sighs> I got a I got a, an odd question that actually doesn't pertain to video games, but it's still fun. Um, we're we're all we I I believe we're most of I believe all of us are going to be attending an event at the uh, end of this month. Yes. that will require costumes. Are you guys uh, dressing up? Yeah, of course. Yes. Now, what are you guys dressing up as? Or Star is Trek. That, uh, I I'm gonna refrain from to saying that. Okay. Oh. I've gone through. I I. I told Derek, but what? Mitch oh. asked me about it today, and he said not to tell him, and so I figured, hey. So you don't want to tell our entire audience. They're all going as right. Chocula. They're all going as Chocula. All of them. Oh, the audience. Our table. Account. I figured out who our t- table was, and I talked to everybody, <laughs> and I said, "Get your vampire teeth out <laughs> and your chocolate cereal. We're going to count chocolate. A whole table of chocolate. Just like washing your hands with chocolate syrup. Are there actually tables? I have no I idea. Think, okay, I was like, wait, I was like, what the? I was like, I don't know that I like RSVP. Peter, I was like, I, Mitch messaged me, yeah, same thing, and was just like, hey, just trying to confirm numbers and stuff. I was like, yeah, not That's a problem. That's good. I thought I have. I, I was afraid. I forgot to RSVP, but I remember getting the mailer and not seeing any info. Well, so yeah, and like, then okay. you just say that you're like, I talked to everybody at my table, and that's why I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, he texted me today about that. Yeah, okay. Well. But yeah, costume wearing it because it's a costume encouraged party, and I want to be a part of the encouraging body. Hey, I'm so close to right there. a real I'll life tiger. Up. I'll be dressed up. <laughs> I heard that we get to take the animals out of the cages, whatever ones we want. Awesome. For the record, this is going to be at a zoo, so. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. So, oh, I'm so glad. Like, Why yeah. the fuck is there a tiger there? <laughs> to a real live tiger. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, you guys, that is crazy. You guys want to hear a funny story? You may have heard this before, but uh, one time we were at the zoo. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, this has been Games on Earth. Our our friends were there looking. I'll, I'll do this as the outro. This will be a good outro. That's what we were doing. I know. Well, you do your part, and then I'll Thanks, Kyle Anstra, for the intro outro music. Jesse, take Thanks, us out. Kyle Anstra. Take us uh, out, baby. We went to the, we Play went us to the out, zoo. Baby. We went to the zoo, and we were you know enjoying all the animals. And there were a bunch of kids uh, there on a field trip, as you would imagine. And... Just so happy we were all at the same spot. We were all exhi- viewing the lions in the lion cage. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, they started to consummate. 
right there in front of everybody. Kid, 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 yeah, kids and kids and cho- uh, wow. kids and adults alike. And uh, one of our friends who was there goes, "Finish some cider, bro." Oh my god! <laughs> we, had to, we had to promptly leave. <laughs> wow! Uh, oh my god! Damn. And it was, Maybe and saw it two was, ducks fucking the other day, but I missed they it. They were ducking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sentence right two there. Two lions. That's wild. I, yeah, well, it, that, <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because it was at that exact zoo. It'll be at the zoo that we're at going that to. that exact zoo, I yes. saw, I was a little kid, and there was a whole group of people looking at the grizzly bears because they were, they were wandering around. They were moving. They were pacing mm-hmm. in front of the, the trough in front of the, the viewing area. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the bears turns around, uh, leans over, and just sprays diarrhea. Just <laughs> the biggest blast of shit in just a massive just <laughs> spout. Uh, right in front, like, toward the audience. Doesn't make it to the audience, but, like, <laughs> oh, wow. I burst. Everyone else is just like, ew. I laughed. I think it broke me. I don't think I've ever seen anything more funny, and I think <laughs> that was the the funniest thing I ever saw. And ever since then, uh, I've been trying to recapture that magic because I laughed <laughs> so long. And just thinking about it, <laughs> I saw it in my own eyes, and it's gonna uh, burn wow. in my brain forever. Uh, I me. think I, I had some. I got lost at the zoo. When I was just old enough to remember, I was four or five. What I got lost for two hours. Lost. Yeah, that's a I scary place. I got lost for place. two hours, and I walked back to the the car on the street where my mom parked the van and waited outside the locked car. Oh. And some guy, some random guy, gave me a Coca Cola and asked if I needed help. I said no. Hey kid, <laughs> he just left me. How I was like four or five. Oh, okay. yeah, I was like just old cola. enough to remember. Okay, Camera yeah, knows all that track. Wait, uh, that's right the by la- the Coke factory too. I think the last time I was there, there was a woman in a wheelchair who got shit thrown on her by a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they, they have a monkey cage set up where it's just a giant pit and there's just a roped off area all the way around so you can see it from every angle and then they have like a giant tree in the middle and they can party hardy but yeah lots of lots of shit at the zoo that's the big takeaway here Brad, how much so how much did you see when you got lost how much did i see i saw a lot like i walked around there was like tents up there was some kind of like, sh- like food vendors and like random people. I don't know. This is wild. I'm like uh, having flashbacks. Just yeah, I'm like bringing life to these virgin memories, these old <laughs> memories that reigniting them. Just innocent, innocent <laughs> fucking kid just walking around unaccompanied in a zoo, just crowded with people, and I'm just like. Well, I don't know where my mom is. Was it very normal to you, or were you scared? Were you like, or was it more like, boy, I hope I, I see her I again? Was, yeah, yeah, I was definitely, I, I wasn't like freaking out, because uh-huh. nobody like was concerned, I, really. I was just kind of, <laughs> yeah. nobody really noticed me except the guy with the Coca-Cola. Yeah. And I just accepted it the from a stranger. Yeah. I was just like, man. okay. 
Yeah. You knew you needed a coat. After that, you're like, I, yeah, yeah you were like a Dairy Queen after that. You're like it was super. My mom felt really was bad. She, was she? Oh, okay. Got a DQ blizzard. Oh, okay. Nice. I, I, I was curious whether she was pissed or if she was just like, I'm, I'm just happy or safe. Do you think it was the case of oh, like you looking that. for them in the opposite spot they were looking for you just over and over? Just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Going back to the car, that was like a real survival oh, for sure. uh, technique. Yeah. I don't know where I picked that up. Yeah, that was a survival It's just instinct, technique. I guess. Damn. I, I, if it were me, I probably would have wandered out there and hung up by the lake, and some strange man would come up and be like, I'm your new dad. Let's hey, go sailing. <laughs> you want a Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> He said, "He said someday in the future there's going to be a giant Loch Ness monster in this pond." <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, there is now, isn't yeah. there? Is it still there? Yeah, it is. Last I saw, because it's a Pokemon ghost spot, so I got to go see it frequently when I went there for raids. <laughs> and that's the outro. The end. <laughs>